Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionists and dietitians from Nutritional Weight and Wellness. We explain the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned for practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through real food nutrition. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm so pleased that you have tuned in today because we are going to talk about joint pain. So if you're experiencing joint pain, you know that pain in your shoulder? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, that knee pain? Or maybe you've got hip pain. You know, we have a special guest today on our show to help you find some relief from your joint pain. Uh, you know, we really understand body pain, it's difficult to live with. So, we wanted to share some ideas, some nutritional ideas, of ways to bring down some of that pain level. Now, maybe you haven't even ever thought about how nutrition might affect that pain level. Well, we've got a lot of different ideas for you today. So Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. You know, for over 25 years, Nutritional Weight and Wellness has been teaching people to focus on eating real food for long-term health. I mean, it's not a fad. Truly, it is not a fad. (laughs) It, it, It is a very simple message. Real food for real health. That's right. But it reaps amazing results, amazing benefits. So, and we're very realistic. We know it isn't easy to eat real food day after day after day because, to be honest, sugar and processed carbs are always calling our name. But if you can stay on the plan, it is really well worth staying on. It is. Stay the course. So I'm Darlene Kavis, founder of Nutritional Weight and Wellness, and our co-host today is Marcy Vasky. She is a licensed nutritionist with a master's degree in clinical nutrition. So Marcy, it is great having you here this morning. You know, I haven't been on for a while, so I kind of forget how to do this. I know, but you're a master at it, so you'll, you'll, it's like riding a bike. <laughs> oh. So would you introduce our guest today? Yes, I'd love to. We are happy to have Dr. Robert Silverman joining us via phone from White Plains, New York. He is both a chiropractor and a nutritionist, and he is the author of the book Inside Out Health. And, you know, what we find so appealing about Dr. Silverman is his passion to help people feel better through nutrition, which is what we do every day. And, the, and that's his passion, too. Yes. It's great. It's awesome. I found this great statement about Dr. Silverman on the inside of, of uh, his book cover. And it's a perfect description of him. And it says, Dr. Rob Silverman thinks differently. Well, we think differently, too. So we, we, we have something in common. A practitioner of functional nutrition, he believes that healing and vibrant good health comes from a holistic approach. Love that. Yes. So, Dr. Silverman, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. And, you know, we welcome all of our loyal listeners because we have a lot of people that are listening live today, right now, and then a lot of people who listen to the podcast later on. Mm-hmm. So, Dr. Silverman, Silverman, I think you're on the line. Good I'm morning. Here. Okay. Good morning. How are you? Good. So, you know, we thought we'd get right to it and talk about inflammation. 
Because we know and you know that inflammation breaks down joints. So in your book, you talked about different ways that different things that you do that break down that joint or cause that inflammation. So everybody, it seems like everybody is struggling with inflammation these days, aren't they, Marcy? Oh, yeah. I so mean, many of our clients yes. come in with that. So in your book, Inside Out Health, you talked about three major things. One was stress. Mm. So do you want to talk a little bit more about how stress breaks down joints? Because I don't think people would connect that at all. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a hidden, I, I, I shudder to use the word gem, but chronic stress and uh, chronic stress and the cortisol connection is very strong. Essentially, in a nutshell, chronic stress raises a hormone cortisol. Cortisol is not a good hormone. Mm-hmm. Cortisol is actually a bad guy. The downside of this increase of cortisol is an increase of blood sugars. That increase in blood sugars leads you down a path of getting extra visceral and belly fat. You get a rise in blood pressure, all of which cause and lead to increased inflammation. The key component to inflammation is any practitioner like Darcy or myself, we want to manage and modulate inflammation. That is the big takeaway. So now with this stress in America, you've got inflammation running amok. So um, when we think about that and we think about stress, I mean, it, what are some of the situations that you see people in that are just stressed all day long? that could be affecting their joints. I'm throwing one out there to you. (laughs) Go for it. Okay. I know you can handle anything. (laughs) Any, Any ideas of what you see in your practice with people? Yeah, what I see most with the stress is, you know, I mean, it is a multitude. Number one, people stress about life. People stress about finances. They stress about losing weight. They stress about the weather. But unfortunately, the biggest thing they do is they, are, they don't understand health, and they don't know how to get better. And the biggest thing, believe it or not, that I say that they have to fix to correct that stress about health is it's in one simple statement. What have you done for your health savings account today? Oh, that's a good one. That yes. is. Yeah. So, Marcy, do you want to go ahead? Yeah. You were going to ask him a question. Yeah. So, um, you know, in terms of the stress as well, you know, do you see oftentimes that just skipping meals causes stress, which would lead to that pain and inflammation? Yeah, I think the skipping meal is one of the biggest problems. And when we say skipping meal, let's define that. It's not intermittent <laughs> fasting, which is very no. different. You know? Right. And intermittent fasting is... is the time that you eat and there's a time that you don't eat. That's appropriate. So that aside, somebody eats breakfast, let's say at 8 o'clock, skips lunch at 12 and comes back at 5, 6 o'clock, and they're ravenously hungry. Yes. It, it poses a major problem. So I like to refer to it as what I call glycemic dysregulation. So what happens is when you eat too much because you've missed a meal or you eat too many sweets because you're really hungry, your blood sugar ultimately shoots up. It shoots up quickly, then drops down precipitously. Unfortunately, on the way down, your adrenal glands make a hormone that we referred to before, cortisol, and that cortisol is actually released to keep your blood sugar stable. So the best thing that you can do 
is to eat on a schedule to reduce inflammation. Every three hours, eating a graze, or within, like we just talked about, saving, intermittent fasting, eat in a certain time frame. Don't miss meals. Eat on a schedule. Eating on a schedule will reduce inflammation. So, Dr. Silverman, we're you're fading in and out of the of the, our conversation, and I'm not sure if it's how you're speaking into your phone, or if there's a way that you can move that will give you a better direct connection. Because we how don't want to now. Okay, we don't want to miss anything you say because you've got good things that you're saying. Okay, were you able to hear, are you able to hear me now? Sorry oh, about that. Oh, yeah, yeah Mike. Much better, yes. Much I can better. repeat what I said if you'd like. It's just yeah, um, you know that would be a good idea to do. Okay, repeat. well, you want to eat on a schedule, and I think we. I think you guys heard what I said about intermittent fasting. Yeah. And again, you know that eight o'clock in the morning breakfast, waiting to eat at six o'clock in the evening, you're going to feel very ravenously in that you want to eat a lot. So one of the biggest problems, or what you want to do, and why you want to adhere to eating on a schedule, is take a look at this scenario. If you're hungry. And then you eat too much or you eat too many sweets, your blood sugar will shoot up quickly and then drop precipitously. On the way down, your adrenal glands make that awful hormone, cortisol, and that keeps your blood sugar stable. So the critical element to enable yourself to reduce inflammation via eating is to eat on a specific schedule and never letting your blood sugar get up too high or too low. Remember, foods... And food schedulings can be the potentiation for inflammation in the body. Very true. And, you know, it's so interesting because you connect the fact that when the blood sugar drops, your adrenal glands put out more cortisol, which is the hormone that causes inflammation, and it gives you more joint pain. So, And also more body fat, right? More belly fat, actually. Absolutely. And so what happens then is that people think that they're saving calories or they're just too busy to eat right. or whatever it is, you know, and they, and they go hours after hours without eating mm-hmm. and they put that high stress on their body and then it going, again, it, it leads to inflammation in the joints. I think it's difficult for people to connect, don't you, Marcy, that that's what's going on to them. Oh, I, yeah, for sure. They just, they don't have that connection Yeah, and sometimes struggle to eat on that time of saying, you know, eat every three hours, you know, Dr. Silverman, how do you get people in your clinic to eat every three hours? Do you feel like people kind of push back on that or are they ready on, on board? I, th- I think exactly what you ladies had said, where they think that, oh, I'm eating more. It's not about calories. Right. It's about chemicals. And I don't mean just the chemicals in the food, the chemicals in your body, the hormones, if you will. That's a great way to say it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I, and I explain it. It's not calories. It's all about what you can absorb. It's all about your body status. And then I explain to them that, you know, when I say eating, it doesn't have to be a surf and turf full-blown meal. You can have your breakfast and you can have a snack two or three hours later, and a snack can be as simple as some almond butter on something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. But we want to keep the blood sugar stable. We don't want your hormones to go up or down. Think of yourself if I were to go boo and scared you, and then you calm down after your sympathetics come down. Do you feel good after that? No. Same things going on inside mm-hmm. your body. You just may not understand the signs. So I explain that to people, and I tell them, kind of like your body's a fire. You don't want to put too much wood in or not feed it because the fire is going to change. It's not going to burn efficiently. That's called your metabolism. 
Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. That's great. Yep. So, you know, one of my clients said that whenever she eats sugar, it's like it shards a glass in her joints. And so, uh, Dr. Silverman, I, we, I, when we come back from break, we want to talk a little bit more about what sugar does. So we do have to take a few minutes break here. So go ahead, Marcy. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Dar and I are discussing nutrition and supplements to reduce pain and inflammation with our special guest, Dr. Robert Silverman. If you have a question, share it with the producer and we will pose a question to Dr. Silverman. The phone number here in studio is 651-641-1071. Hey, Cravings, what's up? Not you, because I'm taking you down. Oh, didn't see that coming? Because I've always buckled under your pressure? Well, this is my house now. So bring it, ice cream. You want a piece of me cake? I see you in the pantry, potato chips. See, this super chick got herself to nutritional weight and wellness and learned that cravings aren't a willpower thing, more like a blood sugar, mineral deficiency, digestive thing. And eating in balance slays the beast. Animal protein. (laughs) Healthy fats. (laughs) Vegetable carbs. (laughs) The temptation taming trifecta. Make you shrink and me shine. Do I feel deprived? (laughs) Not when I'm armed with my nutritional weight and wellness num-num chucks. So step off, Cravings, or I'll swing you into oblivion. I guess I better clean this up. Learn how to conquer your cravings with the Nutrition for Weight Loss program at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, on-site or online. Visit weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, last week on the show, Cassie shared that everyone at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, we've got a goal. We've got a goal of... Building a nutrition community of like-minded people. And so we're doing this through providing life-changing nutrition information and support. And we want everyone to learn the power of eating real food and start practicing it while in a real supportive community in an environment. So we're offering five different 90-minute classes throughout the month of August, and they're at all seven of our locations. And the cost is only $10 a night. I mean, unbelievable. It's a great class. All all of them are great classes. You know, we understand that it can be difficult going down the path of eating real food. We talked about the, before we talked about how always sugar and processed carbs are calling our names. So we understand. And just being prepared all the time with real food is a difficult challenge. So we are wanting to kind of, shield you from the food factors factories and provide information and ideas on how to eat real food day after day. So if you're interested, call 651-699-3438 and reserve a seat. You can go online at Weight and Wellness to see which ones we're teaching. And um, so we're back to our discussion on joint pain. Yes. And when we, before we went to break, Dar was talking about her client who feels like when she eats sugar, she gets those shards of glass feeling in her knee. So Dr. Silverman, can you talk to that a little bit, how the sugar connection is with the pain and inflammation in the joint? I'd love to. Sugar and inflammation are directly related. Basically, what's behind these are the idea of blood sugars causing inflammation. So here it is. Sugar is a toxin. Yes. The average American consumes 160 pounds of sugar per year. Sugar works with the reward center in the body. 
It's more addictive than cocaine when tested with mice. 74% of the sugar we consume is added in our food and is not called sugar. Sugar is inflammatory to the system because sugar raises your blood sugar. Raising your blood sugar can stimulate the path of autoimmunity. When you raise your blood sugar, you're also releasing insulin. Insulin is not necessarily a nice hormone when it is dysregulated. And when you consume sugar, you're also going to have that cortisol problem. So in addition, sugar leads you down a path to high triglycerides, which leads you down a path to unwanted, inflammatory, elevated cholesterol. So the, one of the first things that I do is tell people, reduce your sugar. I give them what I call my GPS of health, no gluten, no processed food, and no sugar. Mm-hmm. So you know what? You said a lot in that last two minutes. So what I'd like you to do, because as listeners, you know, they're making breakfast and they're in and out of their cars. And so let's go over some of that again. How many pounds of sugar do people eat a year? The average American is 160 pounds of sugar. It's 34 teaspoons daily, 22 daily for children. Isn't that just shocking? I mean, it is. It is. It is, it is terrible. So, but then you added that a lot of it isn't that people are scooping that sugar into their coffee or on their cereal, but it's kind of hidden sugar. Talk a little bit 70, more about that. 74% of the sugar the Americans consume are in their food or added sugar in that processed food. So theoretically, if someone said to me, I want to have an apple, not that high in sugar. I want to have some berries, organic, of course. It's not an issue. It's when they open up that package and it's all those hidden sugars, high fructose corn syrup, using very clever food labeling. So again, it feeds to the idea, start early, no gluten, no processed food, and no sugar. Because that processed food has chemicals, but also has a lot of hidden sugars. So then, Dr. Silverman, you also said that it causes an increase in triglycerides. Yes. Talk, so sure. I don't think most people understand that. It, interestingly enough, most people think cholesterol, uh, cholesterol is, is just an issue because it's cholesterol, so it comes from fatty meat. Not necessarily, of course, if we would eat a good grass-fed meat. Many or much of cholesterol is made through the process of sugar dysregulation. So what happens is when we have elevated sugar, it can get converted to what we call triglycerides, blood fats. Those blood fats then go to a process and are made into the bad cholesterol, LDL. And with the inflammation of the blood sugar and the bad cholesterol, that's when we get the adverse effect of cholesterol and we get plaquing. So one of the major things people should always look at if they're concerned about their cholesterol is always via back to blood sugar markers. Excellent. And, you know, if we kind of look at the numbers of triglycerides, and people, if you're looking at if you're looking at your blood chemistry numbers at home, which maybe you're not doing, but you could be doing, you know, you look at that number, and we always say if you can stay, you know, under 100, under 75, you're doing great with that triglyceride number. But what numbers have you seen in your practice, Doctor Silverman, with the triglyceride? I, mean, I agree with you. Okay. Under 100, under 100 is that sweet spot that everybody's looking for without yes. question. And, you know, it's funny that you, we mentioned triglycerides. I think they're not looked at enough by many of the practitioners, but in the functional 
nutrition medicine world, we know that's a critical, critical marker because if we're having high blood fat, something is dysregulated. We just have to decide which way it's coming from or where it's coming from. Exactly. And and I think what we have to do is look at um, the amount of sugar that people are eating or the amount of processed carbs that people are eating. You know, it's those little bits and pieces that people are eating that sometimes they don't even realize that they're eating it. You know, they're grabbing a handful of M&Ms or they're grabbing a, a bag of chips or whatever it is they're doing that's bringing up that, that sugar level in their system. So, Marcy, do you want to talk about a little bit about sleep and ask some questions about that? Yeah, let's move on to a, a another one new... that causes inflammation. Yes, another contributing factor is just that lack of sleep. Um, so in your practice, Dr. Silverman, how many hours do you recommend for people to sleep or what do you want them to strive to? And, um, what kind of supplements, you know, cause a lot of people that we see, they come in and they're just not sleeping well. Um, how do you help them, you know, get their sleep a little bit better? Well, I recommend seven and nine hours of sleep. Seven's on the short end, obviously nine's on the longer end. I think it's a critical element. Nothing that they do, nothing that we do, will work to its pristine condition if they do not get good quality sleep. I'm a big proponent that sleep is going to be the conversation piece of 2019. To uh-huh. aid in sleep, there are a few supplements that I recommend and a couple of lifestyle changes. Number one, I like melatonin. Uh-huh. Number two, I like magnesium glycinate, and I, can, I will detail them all. Number three, I like GABA. And number four, I like theanine. And of course, I love a little bedtime snack. A little bedtime snack, you want to eat a little something that's got a little tryptophan. It'll make you nice and drowsy. You'll, you'll slip right into a nice, good, deep sleep. Theanine, uh, uh, essentially. Dr. Silver, mm-hmm. our producer is telling us we have to take a break here. But hold sure. that, and, and we're losing you again a little bit with your phone. So when we come back, we're going to come back with... With More on sleep. But sleep supplements. Yeah. So you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Pain and inflammation are so difficult to deal with. It's draining. It can really impact your life wherever they show up, whether it's in your gut, the inflammation maybe shows up in your brain, in your knees, maybe in your shoulder or your back. But one thing I think all three of us today can agree on is that food matters. And of course, sugar tastes great, but it leads directly to that inflammation. So we understand sugar may not be the only pathway to pain, but it's a path you have control over, which is great. And most people need a little help getting off that sugar and processed carb roller coaster. They certainly do. I know. (laughs) You know, so if that's you, the nutritionists, us at Nutritional Weight and Wellness can help you. We want to help you. We want to help you be pain-free and thinking right. You know, we say eat right to think right. So give us a call at 651-699-3438 to set up a one-on-one appointment. Um, you know, I see people in my Zeta and the Eden Prairie office, and I'd love to meet with you. All right. Sounds great. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, in previous shows, we've mentioned that we put at least 15 hours of work into researching, developing, and delivering this live nutrition show mm-hmm. every week. <laughs> every week. <laughs> and the other thing that we do is we find experts such as Dr. Silverman to bring a broader perspective to the show and really mm-hmm. to answer your health questions. 
You know, here's an idea. We might recommend taking vitamin D to you as listeners to maybe for your great-great-grandmother who maybe is in the nursing home who is maybe suffering from bone pain. Mm -hmm. And we find that if somebody takes vitamin D, if they're really deficient, in about three or four weeks, guess what? Their bone pain is gone. And that is so powerful. To be able to take and help great-great-grandmother get out of pain is wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not talking about fad diets on the show. We're not talking about the latest and greatest supplements. We're talking about eating real food, taking quality supplements, and that have been really researched for years and years and years. So we want to know how we're doing. You know, better yet, tell your family and friends to listen to our live Dishing Up Nutrition show. I mean, Dr. Silverman has just amazing information. So a lot of people could benefit from this podcast. And we started Dishing Up Nutrition 14 years ago. And my goal was to influence people worldwide through our message of eating real food and eating real food because it matters. Mm-hmm. And we really need to kind of kickstart this into upper gear because you know what? Last May I turned 80. <laughs> and yes, I really want to help more and more people. So come on, join the team and help us deliver the message out there. Because it's a good one. Yes, it's it is. It's a great one. <laughs> so back to um, our topic. And I, when we left off, Dr. Silverman, we were talking about sleep and he was kind of highlighting some different supplements that are helpful for helping people sleep a little bit better. So, Dr. Rob, can you go through some of those supplements slowly and kind of give people a good idea about maybe how much to take, um, why you have them take this, these certain supplements? Absolutely. So what we said earlier was phenine, GABA, melatonin, and magnesium glycinate. Magnesium mm-hmm. glycinate I like because magnesium is very deficient in most Americans, and magnesium has a very calming effect on the body. So magnesium glycinate, the real key to that is it's sort of attached to amino acid, not to get too technical, but magnesium glycinate enables people to take larger doses of magnesium without having any gastrointestinal upset. So I love the form and the idea of taking mag glycinate to sleep. The second one that I like a lot about is GABA. GABA is one of the most abundant neurotransmitters in our body. As a supplement, it acts as a neurotransmitter to support normal nerve transmission and relaxation in the brain. Most people's brains are not relaxed. They're playing with their cell phone, the blue light, and all these things, and they just can't get to sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why so many people are, we have so many people now taking GABA. And I would say 20 years ago that was not true. But it's because they, people have busy brains now. Very busy. You know, we're all, on, we're all on our phones. We talk on our phone. I mean, that is our means. It's a source of news. It's a source of entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's our source of work, if you will. I mean, if you have your phone and you have internet, you can be 40,000 miles, uh, 1,000 feet, excuse me, in the air, and there's a multitude of things you can do. The other <laughs> right. supplement that, right, as, lo- you're, as long as you're connected, you're truly connected, and you can't disconnect. And I, I see people now teaching courses on how to disconnect from their phone because yes. that phone is an endorphin release. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
So you also like, what else was it, theanine? L-theanine. I found L-theanine enables the body to produce other common amino acids like dopamine, inclusive of GABA and tryptophan, and helps support concentration, focus, and deep muscle relaxation, all leading towards improved quality sleep. Mm. And you know what? We have um, some of our nutritionists and some of our hosts and co-hosts take theanine before a radio show because, you know, we probably talk better and think better when we have a little bit of theanine because we're more relaxed. I don't know, Marcy, do you ever take that? Oh, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so it isn't just for sleep. It's just to help the brain relax a little bit. Mm -hmm. So you talked about magnesium. How much magnesium do you typically have people take? I usually take about 400 milligrams of magnesium. Okay. And then you talked about GABA. GABA, about 500 milligrams, theanine about 100. Okay. And would you you Mm -hmm. say to some of your clients that, you know, maybe trying one one and then trying another one, or do you want them to take all these at the same time? What usually do you find works best? I, I like them all at the same time. I found that the formulation that encompasses them or two formulations work best for sleep. I don't like to mess around with sleep because most people are sleep deficient and they aren't getting good quality sleep. They're not going to recover. All our protocols are not going to uh, optimize outcomes without good quality sleep. Mm-hmm. Yes, very. You know, it's so interesting because the other one that you mentioned is melatonin. Ooh, In- the girl with the curl. <laughs> and so many people, for some reason, they have this misconception that melatonin is not safe to take. Do you, can you would you talk to them about that a little bit? Or I mean, have you heard yes. that from clients? I always hear that, and I, I don't know where the uh, the myth or the wives' tale started. Melatonin, without question, has a lot of literature that states that it supports sleep quality to help mm-hmm. balance sleep wake cycles. And it truly helps maintain normal physical and mental health, including positive mood states. We just need to take it at a very low amount, like five milligrams or less. Yes. Right. Or one milligram. <laughs> I mean, we have people taking one or two milligrams, and it works like magic for them. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. Yes. Marcy, you were going to ask another question? Um, it, regarding the sleep? Nope, anything. Okay, so maybe we can um, just move on to another inflammatory sure. process. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, you talk a lot in your book about bad microbes and that connection. So totally moving away from sleep mm-hmm. and the sugar. Well, not so much sugar, but because that can cause bad microbes, right? Yes. <laughs> um, and you have talked also in your book about the microbes and gum disease. Mm-hmm. Can you share, Dr. Silverman, a little bit more about that? Because I don't think people put that connection together. Oh, oh I, um, thank you. Because there's such a growing um, interest in what's going on in your mouth and what's going on in your gut. So let's start with the gut. Okay. You have the guts to be healthy. What have you done for your guts lately? <laughs> 70 plus percent of the immune system is in your gut. It's where you get your foods, vitamins, and minerals all absorbed. It's the main absorption point. It's your main immune point. So if you're not taking care of your gut, you're not going to be healthy. As a matter of fact, there's a direct tie-ins with gut and musculoskeletal ails, gut and liver issues, gut and blood sugar, 
gut and gingivitis, like you're alluding to, leaky gut, and we like to call a gut that's damaged leaky, leaky heart, leaky gut, leaky brain, leaky gut, leaky mouth. It all starts in the gut. Hippocrates said that. So what we're finding out is there's a direct correlation with your gut health and your periodontal health, and the reverse is true. So you take someone like me, who every day is trying to keep themselves healthy, there's a family history of gingivitis. Mm-hmm. So I have to work extra hard in that area because I don't want anything to compromise my gut. So when you, when you go to the dentist and they say you have um, gingivitis or recession, you need to take that seriously. Yes, you do. Because the body is all interconnected. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, it sounds exactly what I have to do too because I have the same kind of genetic history. And so, yes, I am very diligent about uh, health care in my mouth, very much so. And, I don't, you know, people don't take it seriously enough, I don't think. It's uh, amazing. Something that can prevent a knee breaking down, it, it starts in your mouth sometimes. I mean, it's hard. I, I think what you just said about how the gut affects the liver, I mean, maybe just... Dr. Silverman, before we go on break, would you go over that one more time? Because I don't think that people understand that at all. Absolutely. I'd love to. I can, I'd love to speak about it all day long. So if we have a damaged <laughs> gut lining, remember, our gut is unraveled the length of a tennis court with the thickness of a tissue paper. So it's very easy to make permeable versus the way it's supposed to be semi-permeable. When things pass your gut, proteins from food, microbes, bacteria, viruses, and such, you now have incidents that increase like toxins getting to the liver. So you have increased liver dysfunction. There's been direct correlations between a leaky gut, a damaged gut, an increase in the incidence of type 2 diabetes, blood sugar dysregulation, metabolic syndrome, weight gain, musculoskeletal fails. I'm a chiropractor. People come in and say, my shoulder hurts. And I say, I've got to fix your gut. They take a double take. (laughs) (laughs) They're wondering, what the heck? Exactly. Gut on fire. When your gut's on fire, your brain's on fire. Yeah, that's right. The body's all interconnected. Gut on fire now? Heart issues. Yes. There are cardiologists that are coming to my seminars that are learning about gut health to decrease the incidence of hardening of the arteries, the literature dictates that. So if everybody were to take one thing, all of the things you're talking about right now are pointed at fixing the gut. Yes. And let's talk more about that. We have to go to our next break here, so um, we'll come back with that. Thank you for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition today. We love the passion, the knowledge, and the expertise that Dr. Robert Silverman brings to the field of nutrition. I know if I lived in White Plains, New York, I'd certainly go to him. But if you aren't able to travel to him um, for an appointment, you can easily pick up his book, Inside Out Health. It's an easy read, but it's filled with great information that will help you feel better. He has an entire chapter, too, on concussions, which is pretty timely for this upcoming football season. Um, And next week on Dishing Up Nutrition, um, join Cara and Leah, as they discuss natural solutions for fibromyalgia. We'll be right back.
Well, welcome back to Vision of Nutrition. You know, earlier I mentioned that we have five 90-minute classes starting in, the, in August to help to build this nutrition support community. You know, because we're talking about pain and inflammation today, I wanted to alert you to the days and locations that we're teaching eating to reduce pain and inflammation. On August 9th, we're in Wayzata, August 10th at North Oaks, August 18th in Lakeville, August 21st in St. Paul, and August 23rd in Maple Grove. So call 651-699-3438 and reserve your spot because they're actually filling up really fast right now. They really are. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Dr. Rob, as he refers to himself, has some great sayings throughout his book that we kind of want to share because they're fun. And his book is Inside Out Health. Um, some of our favorite ones is nutrition is like shoes. There's no one size fits all. How true. Oh, I just, it is. It's completely true. Or beauty is only skin deep, but health runs deep throughout the body. Hmm. And another one we really like is treat the system, not the symptom. Yeah. Always trying to do that. So thank you for those, Dr. Rob. Those are fun. Dr. Silverman, your website is drrobertsilverman.com. Is that the best way for people to contact you for more information or learn more about you? Absolutely. The two best ways is that website you said and my Facebook, which is Dr. Robert Silverman. I'm very active on social media, and there's a lot of information that I share for free there. That's awesome. great. Awesome. So when we left for break, we were talking about the gut, and you really highlighted some good things about how the leaky gut can create all these different you know, heart problems, gum issues, um, so I, I think that was really important for our, our listeners to hear. Um, but I, th- I think we'll just kind of move on to maybe delve into some supplements. And, you know, if you have all this pain and inflammation, what, what are some things we can do about it? You know, we don't recommend people taking Tylenol or Advil because that's going interfere to that, interfere with that healing process. So what would you, what do you, you know, ask of your clients um, what kind of supplements do you recommend for their pain and management? For the pain management, i.e. gut health, it's right here. These are my uh, super three, if you will. Ultra Flamex Plus 360. It's a medical food meal replacement that has a formulation that's pointed at regenerating the gut and decreasing inflammation. It has highlighted nutrients that are pointed at that. In addition, I'm a big proponent of omega-3 fatty acids, fish oils, so I like 4,000 mg's of omega-3 fish oils. Fish oils are great. They help with cell membrane health. They're also great at healing the gut. They're really a great addition to anybody's armamentarium to decrease pain and inflammation. And finally, bifidal balance probiotic. Everybody needs to take a probiotic. You've got to put those good bacteria back in your gut. So that would be my super three. And let's not forget, diet's a potentiator of inflammation. So diet is critical for reducing inflammation. No sugar, no processed foods, no gluten. So I think that's great. Um, you know, uh, a medical food means that it comes in a powder, and I don't think people know that. And do you just stir that in some water and drink it a couple of times a day? You could Stir it in some water if you like. That's a very easy way to do it. It's very accessible. And that's a good point that you should bring out. It's so easy and inexpensive compared to eating regular food. It's fast. 
You put it in a little shaker, and within 30 seconds, you're ready to consume it. Cheaper than a regular meal, highest quality, and what's best about it is it's accessible and fast. And in everybody's modern era, that's a critical element to success. We're able to comply with the request of the nutritionist and or the doctor. And so it brings down that inflammation that is giving the person pain in that joint. Correct. And also in the gut. Correct. It has a dual purpose. Yes. And would you suggest that people have a serving of that a day, or what what are you thinking? Well, what I usually do when someone comes in and they're pretty um, inflamed, I'll usually do two servings twice a day. I take a serving every day because, as you know, my mantra is to manage and modulate inflammation daily. And this is my go-to powder to enable me to do that, even with the changes in diet that I try to adhere to daily. So we also know, Dr. Silverman, that a lot of people come in and they are in pain whether it's their mm-hmm. shoulder is in pain or their knee. So what, I mean, what do you recommend as far as uh, reducing that pain, especially if you're not going to have them take Tylenol or Advil or any of those types of anti-inflammatories? Oh, what I like is actually three products I like. Let's go through them. Okay. One is called Chondro Relief. Chondro Relief is an excellent product because it has glucosamine and chondroitin both of which have been studied to truly help joints heal. Big takeaways in glucosamine and chondroitin. You can also use it for the spine. Within the chondro relief, they also have gotten vitamin C, magnesium, and some of them also have something called hyaluronic acid. Love like chondro relief with my glucosamine and chondroitin. Number two osteovantive. So many people are talking about chicken soup and bone broth and all that. Mm -hmm. You've got it all in osteovantive. They have a special herb called thea, technical, tetrahydroisoalpha acid. This herb is unique because it signals the cell in the body not to release inflammation. I call it the birth control of pain. Oh, I like it. I know. (laughs) You like that. (laughs) That resonates with everybody. So that added with some other nutrients has really been shown to be outstanding to increase range of motion and decrease pain at the joint level. And finally, Caprex. Caprex is sort of the answer to, if you will, non-steroid anti-inflammatories. Remember, as you said earlier, non-steroid anti-inflammatories don't allow for any healing whereas the nutraceuticals that we're talking about allow for decreased pain and healing. And you know what I find that I know that the research says that if you take two Caprex a day, that's sufficient, but I have a lot of people who are in a lot of pain take, tell me that they need to take four, and that controls their pain level. So Yeah, and, and, I, I agree. I, I'm, I'm someone four to six. In a acute stage, okay, two to four in a subacute, and two, as opposed to relieve Advil, ibuprofen, and the pain and fever just to tie it off. Great. So, go ahead, Mary. Could you talk just a little bit about um, undenatured and denatured collagen? Yeah, undenatured collagen, which is in osteovantis, mm-hmm. which is essentially the proverbial concept of bone broth. What it means is that it's been prepared in such a way that the collagen and the protein hasn't been broken down. So when you take it orally, 
your body recognizes it. Your body systems recognize it as natural and what we like to consider self. We don't attack it. It's able to go through our system and get to our joints to support the injuries. You know, Dr. Silverman, we love having you on. You're a gem. We, sorry, we, we have to close out here. We but. do. Our goal at Nutritional Weight and Wellness is to help each and every person experience better health through eating real food. It's a simple yet powerful message. Eating real food is life-changing. Thank you for listening today, and thanks, Dr. Silverman, for being on the show with us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.